Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100. Never expire and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com. Used for dining, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www dot restaurant dot com backslash podcast that's www dot restaurant dot com backslash podcast for fifty percent off your next purchase restaurant dot com the best deal every meal and welcome to another episode I'm I am your host W I Z E Wise and I have a special guest on today She's an actress, singer, songwriter, the amazing Shannon Wilson. Hey, Shannon, how you doing? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Can't complain. That's good. We have a mutual friend, Steve Joyner. Of course, Steve's always hooking me up with some great people to talk to, so I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve, as always. Yes, thank you, Steve. <laughs> so, Shannon, tell, tell us a little bit about um, what do you got coming out soon? I have, well, Snow Babies is a film, um, feature film. It was shot in Philadelphia. It was an independent film. And um, some people believed in it and bought it and were able to get it out there. And that came out on the 29th. And it's about a a 16-year-old heroin addict. I I play the mother of an honor roll kid who I would have no idea she was addicted to any, you know, to drugs. And she is. So the film really delves into the problem we have in our suburbs and with teenagers, even getting hooked on heroin just from getting an injury and being put on opioids. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, heavy subject. Oh no, no, nah, it, it, it's it's a personal subject as well. I, I have a brother who passed away from opioids, and so oh, so yeah, so it's 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 not it's that's why that's why when Steve told me about this movie, I was like, oh, listen, definitely have her on the show because again, like I said, it's a, it's a subject that I know personally about so i appreciate you coming on the show and um yeah so people need to definitely check this out because this it is a serious problem right now in this country it is and the bridget smith is the director and mike walsh wrote the movie and they wanted it to feel feel really true to life and be respectful of people like you who have actually experienced this type of pain and tragedy yeah so we had families on the set and some of the, you know, there was one particular scene that was very difficult to shoot. And there were families there in the scene as extras, featured extras that wanted to be there because they believe in the movie and they want to help other others. And one family, their son was 21 years old. He was a Marine yeah. and got hooked on, he got injured and got hooked on pain medication and then went to heroin and died. And so we took a lot of stories that teen addicts and recovering addicts told, um, told Mike and Bridget, and then they put that in the movie. So a lot of it almost, you almost think, oh, this can't be real. I had no idea. I was naive about uh, a lot of it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a serious, it's a, here, here in Pennsylvania, 
we've had a, a within the last few years we've had a lot of opioid deaths here so it's it's something that's real serious it's a real epidemic that's going on and all i can say is uh, is try we can all we can do is just try to help our loved ones get through it and and it's it's I, like when i lost my brother it was just we tried we, we he went to rehab and it's it's just how long did you have to struggle with it? How long did he struggle? Oh, he he struggled a, lo- a lot of years with it. Mm. It's, it's serious. It's serious, and people people look down on people like that, but it, they just yeah. seriously need help. They really do need help. That's what that's what we're we're trying to get out there is just the stigma. I mean, don't judge the parent. I play the mom. I, I have no idea it's happening. My husband, he's the actor. He's an actor, Ken Arnold. And don't judge the parents. Don't judge the addict. You just don't judge because it, it can happen to anybody, any walk of life, any age, any gender, any demographic, any race. And, um, and we see it now. And, and a lot of the film was shot on Kensington Avenue. It, it, we had police escorts. And for anybody who doesn't understand Kensington Avenue, that's in Philly, you understand, yes. you know, you're, you're familiar. That's the epicenter of the heroin addiction, the heroin epidemic here in our country. So we shot um, the girls that star in it, Katie Kelly and Paola Andino. They went into Kensington Avenue and shot the scenes where they pick up the drugs. Wow. Um, so it's a real harsh. It, it, I think for you, it may be really difficult to watch since you've personally been through that. But we hope there's you know, hope it, at the end. It, it It's like... It, I can I, I I I don't mind watching stuff like that because I know it's mm-hmm. it's it's to help people understand mm-hmm. that this is serious is not. So for me, it, it, it I just want to try to help. Like I just want to help get the message out. So if if this movie can Thank help, you. if if this movie can help people in any way, then I'm I'm more for supporting it. Like anything, because like I said, it, it's a subject that's that hits close to home. And so it's it's something that's near and dear. So definitely, I, I, Snow Babies says Snow Babies, right? Yeah, it's Snow Babies and it's S-N-O okay. Babies. I thought when I got the audition that it was going to be a Christmas movie. Like a little happy, feel good, winter wonderland type of situation. And, and I'm, I'm sure when you read this, like, this is not a Christmas movie. Like, <laughs> I read the script, I'm like, uh, yeah, this is, this is definitely this is not, not a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. No, no. Mm-hmm. But you okay? But you also you also write songs. You also, you also sing. Mm-hmm. So what kind of music do you sing? Um, a lot of that was just for myself. I've always I'm pretty shy about that. Um, I'm super in. First of all, I love all really just a whole gamut of music. Like yeah. I love you know hard rock. I love rock. I love gangster rap and i'm talking like ghetto boys gangster <laughs> rap i'm from houston so don't make me rap it oh from i got, houston. My, houston, got yes. my houston oiler signed football right here um so but the but my music specifically that i feel i can do and that i like, enjoy doing is very uh inspired by amy lou harris and and neil young and and just that kind of folksy country okay. type of music that's what that's what i feel uh close to when i write so that's good then. Yeah. So I know I know with with everything going on, especially with uh, with the pandemic and everything. So well, it's I mean, it, what's lucky is things are actually starting to move. And I just shot. I'm shooting a feature in Philly. Um, I can't really I can't talk about it yet, really. But um, really great cast, and we shot. I shot a day a couple of weeks ago in Philadelphia. So that was my first time post COVID. Okay. And they're really safe. They have a SAG rep on, you know, Screen Actors Guild rep on site. 
testing. And I, I shot something March 12th up in New York and then everything shut down the next day. Yeah. You know, all production stopped. It was crazy. Like right when my career was starting to like get a little momentum and, and I'm not the only one, like we all, you know, we're all well, in this together. I, I actually, I, yeah, but my career is, took off because of the pandemic i guess yes, can, yes, I, I for bet. me for me it's like i didn't start podcasting till i got furloughed from my job like i had the equipment mm. at home but i just didn't use it i had it over for over a year and i didn't use it it was just sitting there just messed around once in a while. and when i got furloughed from my job i found myself just sitting here just talking with my nephew so i just decided to record and my podcast was born. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how that timing can happen? I mean, it has to feel right. You asked about my music earlier. I mean, I haven't written a song in a while. You kind of go through stages where you like feel inspired to do something. And that's all because of timing or situations or something in your life. Yeah. And it just was perfect. It had to be the right time for you to do that. It, it Honestly, I think it, I think it, 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 it was. It's just... I didn't know I would enjoy it so much. I didn't know mm -hmm. I would get so like. Once I started podcasting, I was like, okay, and I I do all my editing. I I was like, after a few episodes, I was like, all right, I need to invest in a, a intro. So I did. I got me an intro. Okay. I got me the outro. Then I was like, okay, I need to invest in a better mic because if and and I it's funny because I just redid my first episode. Like my first episode was like five minutes long. <laughs> it, it, it was an introduction. So. I, what I did was I saved the first five minutes and I, I let it play. And then after the five minutes, I do like some kind of like allow me to reintroduce myself and kick into my intro. And I just do another probably 30, 30 minutes, 45 minutes of extra content where I, where the growth from like, cause the first episode I did, I'm, I'm sitting with the mic with like with the phone, right towards, with the phone to the mic. Cause I'm doing it with my nephew and I'm holding the phone to the mic. I don't. I don't have no wiring to my mix or anything. So it's just. So it's just recording. And I was like, you know what? I want to add more content to that episode and re-release it and just show the growth from the first five minutes of what we started to where we're at now. And it was like, yeah, it was. It was awesome. It was like people were like, wow, I never thought about that. I was like, it was just something I just thought about, and I was like, let me just re-release it. Well, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, that's an entrepreneurial mindset. Well, yeah. to take something from a small thing and then build on that self-reflection also how can i do that better what do i need to do to, you know and sacrifice that that stuff you bought is expensive so it takes a, a well, level that, of sacrifice it's it's an investment in myself that's how i look mm -hmm. at it it's like i was home i was getting ex extra money for being unemployed so i mm -hmm. figured i'm enjoying this this is something i'm Really, I'm becoming really passionate about it's an investment it makes yeah. me sound better so hey why not so <laughs> that's an entrepreneur not everybody not everybody has that oh no oh that's just the beginning I went from doing a podcast to now I'm working on launching a, a radio station and nice. I started a production company so it's it, yeah so it's going it's this started it's just no uh more like digital more like podcasting and and youtube mm -hmm. channels and yeah and stuff like that just digital content like that mm -hmm. maybe eventually, maybe eventually who knows might lead to films and, and tv shows who knows it's just it it's just something i felt like i needed to do so why not that's exactly right people ask you how you start 
something or they'll, they'll say, you know, what got you into acting? What made you do that? It's just something you feel you need to do or try. Yeah. And I'm sure that you subscribe to the whole mindset of you'd rather fail at something than regret not doing it. And, and I look at it as why not me put that, the effort I put into working for someone else. I, w- um, I would prefer to um, put that t- time into myself. I can just, yep. I feel if I would, the, the harder I work on myself and, and, and develop myself and I believe in, yeah, I, 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 I definitely believe in self-development, self-improvement, reading things, it's things to help me improve. You have to. I use everything that's Steve actually right there. <laughs> <laughs> tell him to tell him we're talking. Yeah, I, I, I gotta text him back. Out. I'll text him back. Left out. <laughs> but um, no, is I take I I take self like self growth very very serious that's that's something that i feel that i need to grow i'm still growing as a podcaster as a as a person mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's yeah. awesome but it's awesome i'm loving it this is something good I, yeah i can tell you found a passion yes it's it's funny because I, I tell everybody like, like i just turned 44 this year so it's like i didn't know i wasn't really ever, I, like i i i, I love sports i had I, I love playing sports i love watching sports but i never really had anything that i i really truly loved that i felt passionate about and then once mm-hmm. i got behind the mic and started doing and started just expressing myself it's it's a form of therapy i, I guess for me oh yeah and don't you feel talking to people since i've never done podcasts i mean steve got me on these shows the last couple of weeks so it's my first time and i don't necessarily like talking about myself so i was very nervous i wasn't sure and you realize and i forgot of this because i was a bartender for a long time and a waitress so you talk to all walks of life and i worked at fine dining restaurants to local places to la i i cocktailed for a short time at like a little strip club like a local downtown LA. So I've, I've run the gamut of where I've worked yeah. and you just talk to so many people. And this is a reminder. I know when you talk to people, how really alike all of us are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how, how many similarities me and certain people have. Like you like mm-hmm. that? You like that? Yeah. You like that too? What? Yeah. So I love the ghetto boys. Like Scarface <laughs> is one of my favorite artists. Like the diary yes. to me, that album is, is, second to none there's no other album to me for that for as far as being a hip-hop head to me the diary is just one that made me really truly love hip-hop even more that album oh, it was poetry just such poetry and and pain yeah so that so like pain you can feel it yeah so it, it it just it's funny how people connect you just like what the littlest thing connects people so yeah that's why i enjoy enjoy this because Steve knows he knows who to link up. He well, at least as far as me, he knows. All right, I, I know why he's probably have a good conversation with this person, so I'll send them mm-hmm. to that person. So I feel like you could talk to anybody though. They could put you in front of, you know, that's the thing. You like the most random person with totally opposite maybe views or whatever were uh, that you would still find camaraderie well, yeah, and similarity. Because I, I, I don't, humans are human. I don't. I don't. I try. I just be myself. I don't. I don't try to be anything. I don't try to be anyone else. I, if you if you can't like me for me, then I don't. I don't know what else I can do. So I just. I just be me. I just be me, and I have a good. I, I have a good time. That's all. Yeah. Good. 
everybody has a story. Everybody's been through tragedies everybody. in their life, and it's how you you face those tragedies and and go on. I told my kids, I tell my kids that all the time. Everybody has a story, and I have to remind myself when there's someone that's like, say, I'm annoyed by something or someone or a comment that someone, you know, you have to remember they're coming from someplace or they have a story or there's a reason why. There's a reason why I, I have character flaws. You know, there's crap that's happened to me that <laughs> makes me have character flaws. <laughs> but, but, but that's everyone. No one's perfect. Everybody. If, if, if we were perfect, we wouldn't be here. This is this no. this is this is what you're here for. You're here to learn and experience and, and grow and, and, and have life experiences. And yep. it's it's how you deal with them. It's like you can let them beat you down or you can overcome them and, and rise to the top. That's right. And I refuse to quit, so. No, you're not going to quit. Oh, no. Yeah, you can just be, just focus on the negative part of it, which, you know, is easier. I was hearing Shia, Le, Shia LaBeouf, the actor, do you know who he is? Yeah. He had a lot of damage growing up, and he was on, he was actually on a show with Robert De Niro and Adam Sandler, Tom Hanks, it was an actor's Vanity Fair interview. It was a round table. And he was saying how the e- the easier it's easier to focus on the negative, right? Yeah. And to, to focus on the positive through therapy is so much harder because negative is so easy to just focus that on and blame other people. Yeah, so true. It, it's it's like I use the example as where you get up in the morning and you stub your toe. You can either yeah. accept that you stubbed your toe and just get over it. Or you can just let that define your day and have the shittiest day of your life just because you started because you stubbed your toe. So, so I just, yeah, yeah I, I'll stub, I'll, I'll, I'll curse and I'll get it out the system and and move on. I won't dwell on me stubbing my toe because then that's how your day is going to go. Just crap. That's exactly <laughs> right. So <laughs> deal with the pain and move on. Yeah, just deal with it and move on. It's, can't dwell on it because the pain is going to keep is going to just keep coming back <laughs> that's true i like it i like your philosophies uh, i just try i just it's it's all you know what it is it's funny because it's all from a lot of reading and and like i said i, I like I, I believe in self-development and it it took now for me to really truly start applying it to myself i've been Ooh. studying and reading it and but it took this year and the pandemic for me to really truly apply it to me so that's why that's why i'm seeing the change in everything and as far as the people i'm, I'm surrounding myself with opportunities that are happening yeah, the, the connection the networking that i'm yeah. making so it, it's me applying what i've learned over the years finally on myself Aren't you so grateful that you figure that out? I mean, I feel some people may go a longer time and not figure that out. And, and once the, you kind of figure it out. And that, that was the thing. is like, I knew, I knew I had the keys. I, I knew I had the keys. It just wasn't turning them. And yeah, I, yeah. If, if, you, if, you, if you understand, like, I knew what were the keys for me to make this shift. I was mm-hmm. just my, that's why I kind of named my, my podcast Stuck in My Mind. Because I was stuck in my mind and where I knew where I had I had the keys to 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 make myself better and 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 head in the direction that I want but for some reason I just wouldn't escape I was just stuck there yeah, just, yeah you had to you know it wasn't the, again I think timing's big I think it wasn't the right time for you and yeah I, the covid's been so hard for so many people but I think in all the positive and I just won't take if anything I'm I'm not going to say I'm grateful for covid but 
I'm grateful for the fact that it made us all slow down and, and live in our present day. Yeah. And what can I do to make this present day, this present moment matter? And that doesn't mean that you have to be like an overachiever every minute. I have super lazy days a lot, but it's also just being grateful for what we have and how we can, you have a lot, you have a lot of time to think we had, a, and that's yeah. scary for some people, you know, to really think inside their heads. Like you said, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was me. It was, I was holding myself back. Well, I think that's happened. I think that's the majority of the time when we're being held yeah, back by something. It, you, you can say, oh, my boss is such an asshole. My boss is such a da 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 whatever. I can't stand him. He doesn't understand me. And then you're like, I tell my kids, I go, you can't change them. You need to change your behavior. With it, can't, it can't be everybody else. <laughs> it really can't. After a while, yeah. you have to realize. What's the common theme? What's the common theme? Yeah, it's like, what's the common theme with everything that everybody's having a problem with you? Always happens to you. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it, it's you, obviously. So yeah, it, it's 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 when people when people just won't let go of the fact that maybe you need to change your way of thinking. Uh, maybe that's just an idea. I'm just throwing that out there for people who who who, who feel that they're in a rut and like maybe it's not everyone Always else. The victim. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's not everyone yeah, else. Throw that out there. Yeah. It's, yes. Make this a teachable moment. Those of you that keep getting. You know, put bad bosses or people that are treating them badly. Just it's not, think it's not sometimes the, about it's not them. It. Just listen, it's not them. Just <laughs> it's you. It's really it's 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 you. It's it. It was me. Don't believe me, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was me. It was me. So it wasn't anyone else holding me back. It was myself holding me back. But some of y'all yeah. out there refuse to let that let that go. Some refuse to just. Yeah, I need to let it go. Yeah, acknowledge that it was you that was holding yourself back. Yep. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> See this, and, and this is this is why this is why I do it. It's like people, are, but you don't have like I don't you don't have a structure. No, I just want to sit there and talk. We this is why we're here. We're here to promote your movie, of course, and 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 your career and everything. But also to yeah. talk and let people know you you're a regular person. You you yes, you're an actress. Yes, you've been on in movies, but you're a regular person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that with the people that I've worked with that have been, I've worked with some people recently who um, this year that have been around a long time yeah. and some kids who have some very famous parents and they're so nice and down to earth and kind and just, they're just regular people just trying to do their job the best that they can. Just like anybody that wants to do a good job. It's, you know, you see, they're just regular people. It's intimidating for um, sure. Listen, for me, for me, I'm a, um, I'm a big wrestling fan. Right. And, mm-hmm. and one of the, I got to interview, he's actually from Houston as well. Stevie Ray, um, half, oh. of, half of the Harlem heat, him and Booker T, uh, they were uh-huh. one of the greatest tag teams in, uh, and, and pro wrestling. And, and I looked and I looked up to them. So when I got to interview him, it, it was like, I, I, honor it was like but he was just a regular guy we like yeah. we had a great conversation it, it was just it was one of my best moments because i got to interview someone i looked up to and it, it was and he was and he was regular guy just had, just down to earth so yeah just doing his job he just you know he doesn't think of himself as more important than anybody else and Right, and he just yeah, he was, ended he was, up to where he was. They're all they a lot of times they're just super grateful for where they ended up. They just they can't believe it themselves. Yeah, it, and I knew it, like 
because he's also Steve. He works with Steve, and um, Steve's like, yeah, he doesn't like talking wrestling, but I'm like, listen, I I know he's big into the community, and because I I I've, I've I've read up on him, I know it, so I know he was big into. So we got into talking about that. We got talking. We got into um the defunding of schools, and it was just it was just a great conversation. So yeah. That's great. I'm so glad that you had that experience. That's cool. Especially to meet somebody that you really look up to. That's not always the case. And sometimes when you meet people you look up to, you kind of ass out. <laughs> you know, you say the wrong thing. Like if I came across Dolly Parton, I would be a complete nightmare because I love Dolly Parton. Oh, I, so, I, would, I, would, I think I would faint personally I as far as Dolly Parton because I love Dolly Parton. Nine to Five was one of the, my favorite movies. So it was, that's so cute. I love that you love that. Oh, and she's yeah. so smart. I mean, she was in the music industry as a woman. She's so smart. Don't even get me started. I mean, I've been to Dollywood. You've been to Dollywood? Her. Is is it is yes. it nice over there? Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful in Tennessee. And it's a beautiful park and it's so clean. And she was there for a Christmas special. So I saw her big trailer and all of the workers, the people that work there, say she comes and checks on them throughout the year. Like they bring them all into a big room and she goes and says hello to all of them. Oh, that's awesome. And asks how they are. I mean, she is the real deal. deal. She's the real deal. Yeah. You, you've mm-hmm. never had, never seen anything bad said about her in anywhere. So they said she's managed to never offend anyone. You know, she's, she's truly an entertainer yeah. and entertainers like that. Don't, they just want to entertain and they don't want to, create any sort of division they just truly just want to they're there to entertain you that's like old school thinking right there you know from the vaudeville days where the people came out and they entertained you like court gestures she's she's one of she's one of a kind definitely she's one of a kind and yes uh, so kind oh no i'm i remember i remember watching um what was it? What the movie was? Did she do with Burt Reynolds? Oh, um, um, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yes, that that I one. love it. I know all those songs. <laughs> that that, that was one, yeah, that was one of my favorite movies. I, I, I was a big Burt Reynolds kid guy growing up. So wasn't he the best? Smokey and the Bandit. I mean, how yeah. great was Smokey, Smokey and the Bandit? Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, that that one and the um, the Longest Yard. I love the Longest Yard. Oh yeah, I don't think I've seen that. I love to go back to old films and watch them. I just did that with Godfather and Godfather Two. I just did that last week. Oh, My you, husband you, and I watched. You've seen them for the first time? No, I've seen them. Oh, okay. I just hadn't seen them in, in a long, long time. time. Oh yeah. And it's like reading a book that you read that you had to read. Like I read Grapes of Wrath in eighth grade or something, well, and we read it. Like, it's, it's funny because my name is Will Fredo, so you obviously you already know Fredo. Fredo. So yeah, yeah so Fredo, I, that's so sad. They go like, I've heard that line. So I'm like, Fredo, you broke my heart. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 when I was watching this Godfather with Fredo, I kept thinking of it. when Chris Cuomo and that guy called him Fredo. Did you see that video? No. Oh, you know Chris Cuomo on CNN. But yeah. Somebody called him Fredo, and he got really offended, and he was going to beat the guy up. He's like, somebody's like, Yo, Fredo, and he took it really. He got so offended. I'm like, if you get offended like that, now everyone's gonna call you Fredo when they see. <laughs> it, it's, it's, but it's it's my it's my name, but it's not my name. So yeah. Yeah, but you can't. You gotta let things roll off your back. You can't take things personally uh, if somebody. No, no, I got, no, there's certain people. This like certain people at work. They call me Fredo. There's certain people that call me Will. So yeah. So. Fredo was a good guy. He was a good actor too. That man. He the, the actor. I forget his name. He. I think he passed away after The Godfather. Not long after. Uh, He's so talented. So that's why we never saw him in in anything. Yeah, again. I didn't see him. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall seeing him in anything away. after after that one. 
De Niro's so good in that, though. Oh my god! And oh, yeah, Marlon Brando because he was he he played Vito. Well, yeah, at the the younger Vito. Yep. So don't you love? I love going back and watching those old films again. Oh, you man. can with those movies. What was it? Um, I was watching like growing up. My mom used to watch a lot of um, Spanish Mexican movies, and we was mm-hmm. watching we were watching one the other day, and and I'm looking at the movie, and <laughs> it's funny because it was a black and white movie. And then the background, like the bright, you could tell that it was, they weren't cars behind them. They were just driving with a, a screen behind them with, yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> and, and he's just driving around and moving yeah. and like he's swerving it. Like, dude, if you, if those were real cars behind you, you were swerving the way you were. Swerving. So just going back and, and watching some of these movies, you're like, you just see the difference in and how movies were made, and it's, even it's, when we were kids, like we're going back and watching Star Wars and stuff, or Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's running from the big, you know, yeah, boulder well, behind yeah. him. We thought it looked so real. I didn't even think anything of it. Now you watch it and you look like, so fake. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It like, it's like back then they didn't look fake. Like none of those movies, no. look, you you couldn't really tell the difference. I guess now you look at it because of the way. I guess the quality of TVs and everything, and you really see the crisp pictures, and and yeah. then you look at them and you're like, oh man, that was horrible CGI or whatever they want to call it back. Yeah, then. they didn't even have that. It was some yeah, green. <laughs> I don't even know if that green screen, but it did look so fake. But we bought. I mean, we were we were all in, were we not? Oh yeah, we I was a in. big I was a big movie buff growing up. I loved movies. Me too. That could be a whole nother show. I'll have to come back when I have something else to promote. We'll talk movies. Oh, definitely. Talk movies. Def- we could definitely talk movies. Uh, it was like my aunts, they used to run a video sh- video store. So I was the official tester. So I. <laughs> every, Wait, what? What, what, to, what did you do in the video my, store? My, well, my aunts used to run a video store. Like they used to rent movies, and so nice. when they would when they would when they would purchase videos, they would let me test them, like check it out and That's tell me. And I saw so many movies. Oh man, I, I seen. Oh, I'm, I've probably seen over six thousand movies. Well, I my dad, my parents were divorced, and so my mom was really strict, and my dad was not strict, and so we'd go to his house and just watch what he took me to see Flashdance when I was ten because I said I wanted to go. <laughs> They walked out of that movie. He was so quiet. He was like, you didn't tell me it was rated R. And I said, well, that's your job to look. I was 10 or young, some, some age. And then, um, but we would go to his house and watch anything we wanted to. I mean, he didn't know what was going on. One of the movies that my brother took me went growing up and I I don't know how he got me into seeing, I was real young was, um, it was, uh, neighbors with, uh, John Belushi and, um, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. It wasn't a movie meant for a, a, bo- a boy my age. No, you probably didn't even know it was happening. But I, I remember the movie so vividly. So it, it yeah, it, those, those experiences in the theaters you remember. Yeah, but it, it, it's like I said, I, I love movies. It's great. It was great talking to you about movies and great having you on. So oh, yeah. let everyone know where they can find you, where they can um, find Snow Bunnies. Babies. Snow babies. My apologies. Snow bunnies, maybe the sequel. Um, <laughs> snow bunnies. So they can find me on, I said my name is down below, but my name's spelled with an A. So S H A N N A N. If you Google Shannon Wilson, my stuff pops up. So Instagram and Twitter. And my songs are on Spotify. Um, so you can download those and, um, you know, go to my website, shannonwilson.com, and it has stuff that 
it's it's Shannon with an A. Shannon with mm-hmm. an A. Not, no O. It's S-H-A-N-N-A-N. So make sure y'all that type in correctly. Shannon with an A. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> nah, it was it was great having you on. It definitely we definitely gotta have you on when you um have something new coming out hopefully soon. Yeah, next we're starting to shoot in November um for Netflix, a show on Netflix. And I'm super excited about that. So I'll be able to come back on in the spring. I think they'll probably be releasing it around. Um, I look I look I look, so look, look I definitely look forward to it. Thank you. I look forward to talking with you about it and have a great day. Thanks again. Oh, no. Thanks for being on the show. It was, it was my yeah. pleasure having you on. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, have a great day. Bye. Bye. You too. And once again, thanks to Shannon Wilson for being on the show. So now it's time for shout outs. All right. Big shout out to my man, Steve Joyner. Steve, man, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to tell you. You always hooking me up with some great people. So I appreciate you, brother. And uh, 2021 is going to be looking great for us, brother. So let's get this going. Big shout out to my man, Chewy, man. You have my prayers, brother. You and your family. Anything you need from me, just let me know. Big shout out to Talking Real 1000, King Says, Poppy J. What up? Big, big shout out to my girl, Brandy J. What up, girl? And my love, Fina. Thank you, baby, for always having my back. Appreciate you and love you. And big, big shout outs to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.